you can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets' Brian Zane, September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friend, no Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscription button and the little notify bell next to it. And hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, we'll get more subs. We got a bunch of subs thanks to our uh, video about our friends over at uh, yep. formerly at What Culture doing their doing their stuff. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's great. So now we're like firmly, firmly past one hundred and eighty-two thousand. What are you looking at? You have a bunch of hair on your shirt. Well, they can't see that. Oh, Why sorry. are you pointing it out? Like dog hair. Speaking of dog hair, how about that SmackDown last night? I should say dog shit. It wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, anyways, we're also available on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got 55 people watching right now in the secret unlisted Patreon live stream. Very fancy. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, we're also available at Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash going in raw. Yes. Right? Yes. I've got too much on my mind these days, Larson. Really? We've got a long week coming up. We do. We can't really yet. talk on what we're going to do after we go to L.A., but we're doing something that's a lot yes. of fun. Yes. Um, Monday morning. This is exciting. So, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Uh, doing a live show with mm-hmm. Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret. Yeah. Uh, Meltdown Comics. Their Nerdist Showroom. 1 p.m. Yeah. Um. This Sunday, same day as No Mercy, plenty mm. of time to no make Mercy. a live show and go to No Mercy. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. LA Weekly is calling it the pick of the week. Pick of the week. I don't know if they've released that info yet or if we're even supposed to have it, but that's what I hear in the grapevine. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. That should be a lot of fun. And uh, then, yeah, we're going to No Mercy. Then we're doing some very secret fun stuff. Um, but Monday morning we have something that's fun that we can talk about. We're going to be on the ETC show back with our friendos Ricky and Elliot. That's going to be exciting. You guys have probably seen out there. If you go to our Twitter account, you can see uh, a clip from uh, it was like early. It was a sort of spring of 2015. We were doing the summer movie preview for 2015. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I've ever laughed that much. I was a lot of laughing that day. In my life. And it's become somewhat of a cult classic mm-hmm. at this point. It's going to be hard to top. So, yeah, I'm not looking to top it. It's kind of like Omega Okada. Yeah, the second thing is to be something completely different. We want to do something completely different. I think it's just we're going to be on their podcast set. Or their morning, I think it's our morning live, live stream. stream. Yeah. yeah. I think we're doing that. Yeah. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I really I really do kind of want to do, like, a preview of the fall movies from 25th of... No, because we were on summer movie preview 2015 part one. We need oh, part yeah, two. we need to do part two still. So that's, that's what we right. can do. I know. I'll go and make a list of all the movies that came out in the second half of 2015. Yeah, that's a good one. And then we can do a summer movie preview. Oh, yeah, we'll say, we'll say hit or shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm like, slowly going to get a little looser with my language. Okay. Just to See test out. Because here, and here's the thing, here's the thing, full disclosure, because we, we brought this to everybody's attention back when it was going on. It was a thing. And I noticed uh, Grim had mentioned this, uh, at least on Twitter, maybe in one of his videos, that um, for us anyways, and apparently for Grim, which I, I would hope means most of the wrestling community, YouTube seems to be working okay. Mm-hmm. Our revenue, our monetization revenue has been going back up. Again, a big thanks to the patrons out there, though, because yes. honestly, without them, it, it would have been like, oh, my God, tough. really time to you know look at what's going on here. Um, we didn't get hit as bad as a lot of people out there, and apparently a lot of people out there are still getting hit pretty bad. Hopefully, everything will get sorted out for them, too. But um, right now, things are looking pretty good in, yeah. the, in the YouTube sphere, so yes. that's a lot of fun. All right, man, let's talk about this. 
Let's talk about the SmackDown show. Do we have to? You know, anybody out there who says I have a Rob, it's so funny looking at the comments sometimes because I think I'm kind of all over the map when it comes to what biases I might have. Yeah. I mean, I try to call it just like as I see it in terms of what yeah, entertains I me. I mean, you have your, your opinions. You My have predilections. You like and things you don't like, but I don't necessarily think you have a, a prominent Rob bias. You feel like Rob, thanks to its history largely and it's the fact that it's been on the air for almost 30 years, mm-hmm. is the A show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Vince agrees with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we got a question here really quick uh, on the Patreon that's sort of relevant to everybody. Programming note. Um, somebody asked if we were going to be doing a dirt sheet on Monday. No, but usually the Mondays following pay-per-views, we don't do a dirt sheet. We do a pay-per-view recap, and that will still be happening. Oh, that's right. And we should have a special guest for that. Yes. Um, it I, won't be live streamed, unfortunately. It won't be live streamed, because I think we're going to do it after right the, after the show. Right yeah. after the show. But it should be a lot of fun. we got a, a special guest coming yes. in for that, um, hopefully still. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's that. Um, Anyways, on, on, on to SmackDown. On to SmackDown, yeah. Um, show kicked off with Shane coming out, dropping a promo, um, and more or less just saying that the entire McMahon family is going to come after Kevin Owens. That was the general idea. There was all of I'm, – I'm looking at the notes here. My goodness, yeah, dude, there was all... Look, anybody who actually watches and like, pays attention to the show on a weekly basis, I'm usually really effusive of SmackDown. Yeah, I usually... Dude, I, I pony up my couch over there. You see my, I got my pillow over there? Mm-hmm. That's actually Bama's pillow. Um, and I, I put it on my PlayStation View, and I'm like usually really hyped for it. Last night, for the first time in a very long time, SmackDown was a complete slog. Mm-hmm. There was one, one thing about the show that I was really actually into. That was the main event. The main event was decent. Rusev saying Rusev number one was my high point. I mean that's a that's a two that's a gif right there. You know what I mean? Like I can't oh, I get. I mean yeah, it was great. I love Rusev. Yeah, didn't make any sense for him to to book a match right after uh, Orton already had a match. Anyway, well, yeah. it does it does for Rusev makes all the sense in the world. Shane comes out. Well, let, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Shane McMahon comes out, drops a promo, and, and tries his best to bring some fire to it uh, because the the punchline there. Um, I, what did he say? I sentence you to hell. I condemn you. I condemn you. Kevin Owens, I condemn you, and I condemn you to hell in uh, the cell. He said hell in uh, the cell. Because even, look, up until, like, up until, I don't know, a year Still ago. Hell in, the, hell in the cell. I used to get kind of confused, too. Not hell in a cell. But I'm not a member of the McMahon family, so it's kind of okay with us. So he was away for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, man, it's hell in a cell, not hell in the cell. And that's a small point, but it's literally the name of the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. I mean, it's like it's honestly, it's kind of akin to him saying, I can't, you know, pointing to WrestleMania sign and saying, I'm going to see you at the WrestleMania. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of akin to that. You're getting it slightly off. Just slightly. Yeah, a little bit. So, I don't know. And again, you know, Shane McMahon, I just feel like, I don't know if it's because of his old age. Or his older, and he's not, you know, super old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, more mature now. He used to have a lot more spark in his promos. He did. And I know he's trying to be sort of mild-mannered face GM guy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get that. Yeah, he's supposed to be an older, more uh, wiser yeah. man. But he needs to dial it up a little bit. He always just sounds like he has a head cold. Yeah. He always just sounds like he has a head cold. Like he's got something going on in his sinuses. Yeah, it does there. sound that way. You sound like I kind of sound. Yeah, like you, you know, now. Got some stuff going on with my it's not good my sinuses, man. Anyways, uh, uh, after that, um, Aiden English comes out, sings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Randy Orton comes out for his match against Aiden English. Yeah. Um, it was an okay match. Interrupted by a commercial break. Yeah. Um, the finish saw Aiden English jump off the second rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden RKO. Orton wins. Rusev comes out, drops a promo. Again, says how uh, losing to Orton was such an embarrassment that he could barely go home. Yeah, but hold on a second. Let's talk about this Aiden English match a second here. You're getting ahead of yourself. Aiden English was actually put on a pretty decent match. Against no, he was. And he, was Orton. he had the upper hand for a portion of it. Put him through a table. No, he just he did. He bounced him off a table, belly to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The table like yeah. Orton usually does. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't like put him through the table. No, but no, he, no. he bounced him off the table. Yeah, was a decent enough. He match. got in. Aiden, Aiden English looks like a stud. I wonder if he like shaved his head if he can get further, because he's got like know. he's got like the balding. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. 
And but he looks great. His midsection is is really thin. Mm-hmm. Like it's he, his muscle, right? I know, but it, it's it's lean muscle. All it, yeah, lean muscle. It's all lean muscle. <laughs> and I don't know why I found that funny when he says lean muscle. All lean muscle. He's <laughs> like a fitness coach. You want all lean muscle. Long and lean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like his little waist is like so tiny. I know. Yeah, and he's so chalky. But uh, I like Aiden English. I like I like that he was singing uh, Randy Orton's theme song. Oh, I know. But with his own lyrics. I know, and like insulting Randy Orton a bit. Beef mixtape. What do you call it? Diss track. Yeah. He was dropping a diss track on Randy Orton. He was. So anyway, I'm sorry. Look, I'm not going to let you just skim past the Aiden English well, match. By all means, chime in, man. No, that's pretty much it. That's all I had to say. All right, well, he lost anyways. <laughs> he did. Rusev came out afterwards while Orton was kind of celebrating as much as Randy Orton does, mm-hmm. and uh, as I said, you know, said he was an embarrassment. He, he he was an embarrassment to his family back home, mm-hmm. and so he was here to rectify it. He wanted a match right here, right now. Yeah, why did they let that happen? Okay, that was my thing. Yeah, it makes sense for Rusev. Why did they let that happen? I guess if Orton was cool with it, Rusev's cool with it, the rest cool with it. Why not? I don't remember like them the camera cutting to Orton saying, "Go ahead, ring that bell." Well, the ref did ring the bell. I'm good. Yeah, I know, but, but like, so Orton must have agreed to it. I don't. That should have been explained better. Look, man. Whenever they have matches of the pay per views, they do public contract signings. Not Who, every time. Okay. Well, that's still. I would think we that, haven't seen a contract signing between Lesnar and Strowman, and we're not going to see it. I would think that means okay, but in the universe in kayfabe, which we always like to talk about, mm-hmm. does everybody sign a contract for a match? Verbal contract. Are you serious? They all agree to it. Is that? Well, I'm not going to shake your hand. You just got nervous right there. Well, you know, I'm not going to shake your hand because you have to spit in it when you're <laughs> potentially dealing with illness. Yeah. Not going to happen, Steve. Not going to happen. So, anyways, Rusev. 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 Majka. Rusev gets in the ring, uh, <laughs> tries for a kick. Uh, Orton evades. I think Rusev pushes Orton to the ropes. Right. Aiden English gets on the apron that time. Mm-hmm. They collide. Rusev, mm-hmm. or sorry, Orton's kind of distracted. He turns around. Uh, Rusev kicks him in the face, gets the win. Mm-hmm. Ten-second win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Rusev celebrating as if he's a new champion. Rusev, much good. Yeah, Rusev was really, really happy about that. I, I just don't understand. I was like, wait, why? In the storyline, in kayfabe, in the universe, how did that match happen? Verbal contract. Oh, Binding. man. Orton, Orton never would have said, yeah, we're good to go. Or, I mean, it would have been a real badass moment. Either either you show it to show how badass Orton is, or you just, or you just like, it's just confusing at that point. I mean, that was the idea. They wouldn't do something that, was, that seemed very rushed. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't make it. Again, I'm just sitting there watching SmackDown. I'm like, that, that didn't make any sense. No, I know. You know what? I, just I, along I, with dude, it. I know you're playing. I know you're playing devil's advocate. I know you're going along with it. But I'm like, just trying to find an explanation for it. No, I, and which is part of the fun. Like yeah. honestly, these days, like trying to find an explanation within kayfabe is hilarious. <clears throat> like the AJ Styles Open Challenge. You just show up at Gorilla. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there no, a line waiting? waiting? You yeah. Debate. You talk about it. You negotiate. So, well, you can have it this time, but next time it's me. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah. after that, uh, Rusev celebrating um, in the arena. Renee Young approaches him. Um, Rusev saying how happy he is. He can now go home and, mm-hmm. and, and hold his head high up proud. Yeah. And he starts chanting, Rusev number one. Mission accomplished. Rusev number one. Rusev number one. It and was then great. We found out today Rusev was granted his release. So they, they let him go out on a high note. Not actually true. Not true. That would have been on daily in that story. Yeah. <laughs> would have been. Uh, so, yeah, are we going to get those two at Hell in a Cell, I guess? Yeah. Okay. I just don't. I mean, what's what's Randy Orton? How about this? They should have a, a beat the clock challenge. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You can see if the other person can beat the other yeah. under 10 seconds. In, in Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah. I just don't know what's Orton going to come out and say to, like, initiate that, to keep that going. Well, I mean, he can say, well, I'd never really start the match. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happened. He can explain what happened. I was still coming, too, from beating eight English. I, know, no, I, I just, I just dropped an RKO out of nowhere on him. I'm still hearing the voices in my head. Yeah, exactly. And one of them spoke through me to the ref. Okay, <laughs> but that wasn't really Randy Orton talking. It was one of the It was one of voices those voices in my, in my head. All right, Larson, let's talk oh. about Jinder Mahal. Do we have to. And his racist promo, which apparently the Washington Post picked up. It was not good. Yeah. I don't uh So here, here this is my this is my biggest this is my biggest issue with this. So I mean we'll just run down real quick. Jinder Mahal comes out and he starts doing the same crap he did last week. Showing pictures of Nakamura on the Titantron. Yeah. And this time the gag was there wasn't different pictures. 
it was, it was all the same, same picture one, yeah. over and over again. Um, he did sort of the racist stuff again. Um, used some, I guess they 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 call it uh, English, which I even that phrase might be offensive. I don't even know anymore. So much stuff is offensive. Um, and uh, and then he made a crack about Mr. Miyagi and like the Bollywood boys were doing some karate moves and stuff. And then the crowd started chanting, "That's too far." I appreciate that about the crowd though. Even the crowd was like, oh, "Look, there's a line." There's a line that you shouldn't be crossing. I mean, even they're they're sitting there. They paid for this, mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah. I mean, so again, he he makes the point. I guess this is what you're to expect. Evidently, he thinks Shinsuke winning is a foregone conclusion because he keeps on talking about this is what to expect when you win my championship. Oh, that's a good point. I Essentially, that, yeah. you know, it's like he's not saying you're not going to win this. There's no if. There's yeah, it's win. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, here's my main problem with this because. The racist stuff, yeah, is it racist technically? But it's so dumb and silly that it's like, I mean, it's not. It's so silly that it's hard for me to be like, oh, this is too much. Like, there's too much and there's too much. My main problem with it is it's repetitive. Like, my thing is, who sat down and said, okay, what are we going to do for Ginger this week? Same exact thing we did last week. What are we going to do for Dolph this week? Same exact thing we've done the last two weeks. What is that? Who approves that? I don't know. Who thinks that's a good idea to say two weeks in a row, let's do the exact same damn thing? Who thinks that's a good idea? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not. You don't read one book of a cha- uh, one chapter out of a book. Turn, and then, and turn the next chapter is the exact same and word. And it's verbatim the exact same thing because that's that be essentially book. what was happening here. Maybe we should write that book. We should write that book. Because it's a pretty easy book to write, dude. It's the, that's that offends me more than the racism. And I'm, dude, I am, I'm as liberal as I get. Like, I, you know, I think everybody should be respectful yeah. to each other. That ain't that hard to <laughs> ask for. Well, it's too much to ask for. I think so. So yeah, I get offended at stuff like that. But I didn't. I mean, I was more offended at like this. This repetitive crap. It's it's an odd choice what uh, considering what Ginger did last week and it wasn't as if it was received well yeah and they and then someone thought you know what let's just double down on that yeah and like and what, what did they expect here's the thing it wasn't even a doubling down of it it was like just well, a he, different did, version did of the same thing did he pretty much preface his whole thing to like saying well if you didn't like last week you're really not gonna like what I'm gonna say this week yeah but the content really wasn't that bad it wasn't that much more bad he still okay so last week he said Godzilla yeah. doing the English thing yeah and this instead of saying looks he said rooks okay so he's doing that stuff which is like you know it's offensive in the most childish way possible I'm, no that is that is actually totally offensive but it's not like one isn't really worse than the other. None of none of what happened this week was all that much worse than last week. So he didn't really say, "Oh, I mean, he did say that." You're right. He yeah. said, "If you if you didn't like last week, then get a load of what I got this week." It really wasn't that much worse. He didn't really double down. It was the same tone. Like he didn't. It wasn't more offensive than it was last week. You know. So he doesn't even have that benefit of like, oh, he he went even further. He crossed more lines. Oh, he crossed the same exact lines last week. It just, who says, and I, dude, look, it's WWE. I know we've kind of been there before. You know, it's like, well, we had Braun Roman last week in a last man standing match. Let's have more destruction this week. At least you're getting variations of destruction. Well, at least there's something happening. That's the thing. I'm fine if the action is repetitive. If, the, if two men, if two bastards are in there fighting each other week after week. If it's Braun and Brock or Braun and Roman, I was entertained like that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I can watch big bastards fight each other all day long. I can watch, you know, I mean, I know that we've sort of complained about the Seth and Ambrose and uh, Seamus and Cesaro. Yeah. We can go round and round with them. But by and large, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'll give it more of a pass. Yeah, yeah, match. yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not boring. Right. I'm not going to call it. I'm, I'm not going to call it out and be like, oh, this is. They gave them a 20 minute match on Raw. For the oh. third week in a row. That, I oh, know. No, no, I'm no. like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's. I might get bo- I might not care necessarily because there's really no stakes involved, but I'm not going to criticize them putting on wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. If you have literally the same thing, Dolph Ziggler, third week in a row. Same exact thing. Third week in a row that he did the exact same thing just with different. And this is like the laziest attempt yet. I know. It, it was, and I was like, I, I fully expected. Last week I said, 
oh, okay, so this week, uh, you know, Hell in Cell's coming up. This, you know, he's going to do it again next, last week. This is what I said. He's going to do it again next week, and this time Bobby Roode will come out. And then look at their thing started. It seemed like a foregone conclusion that something would actually develop with this Dolph Ziggler thing. But no. That they would actually kick off a feud. But no, it's just more of the same. And that's what I don't understand, is that they get their scripts ready. What are we going to do this week for this? The same thing we did last week. And again... It wasn't as if the last two weeks with Dolph was received terribly well. Right, exactly. They, literally, like, in fact, even he has run out of things to say. How many times does he say, you don't care, I don't care. You don't care, of that. and I don't care. That was the entire, like, if you count the number of times he said that phrase, yeah. it probably numbers in the dozens. I know. Just last night. Exactly. It's like he's running out of things to say. Yeah. Because it's... it's, it's such a shallow, empty gimmick he's got it's going. It's like they have their, they book their show on a whiteboard, and they just simply didn't erase what they did. It could be. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's so repetitive. It's absolutely repetitive, and I just don't look, man. You need some, you need, it needs to be dynamic from week to week. You need to up the odds. You need to shift around. You need to do something that's different. I don't get how this, how the Dolph thing, and I don't get how the gender thing was any different. Than what we got the week before, or with Dolph's case, the week before that. Yeah. So after the uh, Jinder Mahal segment, um, we get a backstage interview with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. And uh, Renee Young asked him, what do you think about what just happened? Mm-hmm. And he says... Uh, uh, he said it was funny. It was funny, but, but it's not, not going to be funny is when I take the title off him. Yeah. And he just walks away. Yeah. I kind of feel like creative needs to have Nakamura uh, get involved a bit more. I mean, look, physically, I would, I would love to say, I would because love to like, say next he, week he's going to come out and, and, and murder the Bollywood boys or something. Because like in, in NXT, it seems like on, on SmackDown, they're, they're basing his entire character on this artist thing mm-hmm. rather than in NXT. Granted, the artist wasn't part of his packaging whatsoever. Yeah. But Shinsuke has such a superhuman charisma. Yeah. That he connect with, connected with the audience just based on that. And he could still go out there and fight mm-hmm. and beat people up. Yeah. And people would love him. They're not letting him go out there and fight and beat people up for whatever reason. <laughs> he needs that aspect of his character. He needs to go out there and start kicking people. I know. That needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen. I know. It should have happened last week. It should have happened last night. I know. And you know you know the really sad thing is that something tells me that WWE is going to look at the Washington Post and think that, you know, oh, they they picked it all. They picked it up in mainstream press. Let's do it again. You know, whoa, that was not yeah, you a, save your voice, man. Not do that. Vincent save man your voice. Person. Part of me wonders if they keep. Because I know Nakamura has been wrestling a lot of the the dark matches after two hundred five live, so they don't want him being involved physically at all. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be in the dark match later in the show, just so people like people might buy a ticket thinking. I want to see a Kinshasa tonight. Yeah. So say he drops one on, on one of the Singh off, brothers yeah. during the actual taping, and they're like, okay, I really want to sit through 205 Live. I'm going to go home. Yeah. But if that's the case, then you're really shortchanging your larger audience, which is the yeah. people who watch your TV show on a, on a, a weekly basis. Yeah. Because the storylines just fall flat. I know. I know. I, I, I honestly don't get it. But you have all this talent. You have like a wealth of talent. And it's like, I mean, at least at least with the AJ Styles, Baron Corbin thing, didn't make a lick of sense, but at least we got some action there. You know, at, you least, know, at least there's, there's like storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's it's advancement. And, hey, we got Ty Dillinger kicked up into the U.S. title team. I know, that's fantastic. cool. So let's talk about that now. Yeah. AJ, AJ Styles the, comes out. Yeah. Drop a promo on Baron Corbin saying that he's essentially a shortcut artist. He likes to take the shortcut. And uh, I liked his promo. I thought it was well, a good actually promo. before he said that he he started uh, talking about Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. saying pretty much you got yourself in a world of hurt here messing with the McMahons. Yeah, exactly. And I like that. That's good. He's sort of tying it all together. Yes, yeah. good. Uh, then uh, uh, he has the the open challenge. Of course, last week Baron Corbin said no open challenge. It's only open to Baron. It is an open challenge. Open to Baron. If anybody comes to the grill and says, "Hey, man, yeah. you're not me." Yeah, I'm answering open challenge. Hey, I called dibs. You're not dibs. I call dibs. You're not me. Anyways, um, so before the bell even starts, Baron Corbin lays into AJ Styles, yes. starts destroying him um, as he does that. And it's kind of obvious the match isn't ever actually going to start. 
uh, Ty Dillinger comes out to help out his buddy, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. who was gracious enough last week to give him an open challenge. They shook hands at the end. Exactly. So they're friends. This launches Ty Dillinger into who would have thought that Ty Dillinger would be in the U.S. title scene? Oh, get that finger out of there. This guy. You didn't let me finish my second clause. Oh. And Bobby Roode wouldn't be on TV for a third straight week. Third straight week. I don't think you can point the finger at anybody in that one, man. Well, I can point the finger at Vince. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Or you can point it at, oh, you didn't know? Bobby Roode's not on TV tonight. <laughs> oh, but he man. wasn't in the dark match either, so I guess I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> It's so confusing. <laughs> you have Bobby Roode. People paid money to go the, see that. The depth of entrance. SmackDown's roster, or sorry, I should say, with the depth of SmackDown's roster, it, it seems like it's kind of an easy show to write. <laughs> Don't you think? You would think it writes itself. Yeah, I know exactly, dude. You got a wealth of talent. Give me a break. Um, anyway, Ty Dillinger runs out. Hey, you know what? We look for the positive, man. Ty Dillinger is now launched in the U.S. title scene. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Oh, I'm really, yes. I'm really hoping. Oh, so then uh, Baron, Baron saw, hey, and he sold that leg credit, injury Credit good. to Baron. Yeah. I was for a second. I was like, that looks like he's really hurting on that leg right really there. really well. Because, yeah, uh, Ty, like, um, attacked Baron and then sent him out of the he ring. He like, a, a chop block on him or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he, he ran in. Yeah, he chopped his knee. That's right. Um, and then uh, Baron was really selling the leg really well. AJ ended up putting Baron in the calf crusher, which, of course, you know, on the same leg that he busted. Works the lower leg. Exactly. Uh, he started tapping out. Looks like we might get some sort of triple, sort threat, of triple threat. I would love that. Ty Dillinger inserted into the United, title, the United States title scene. Great. Something good comes out of SmackDown Live this week. Yes. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. All right. Knocks Next. that in the positive column. Um, Baron Corbin interview with Renee Young. He talks about how he sprained his ankle. Right. Very right, upset. Right. Um, he's really losing that hair on top of his head. <laughs> well, you, come on. We just saw NXT rival when he had uh, had more. Had more. So it wasn't. And maybe you're just thinking of that. No, he mean being like it's really thin up there. <laughs> It is very fit up there. I know. I like. He should just wear a beanie all the time. Just, yeah, that'd be cool. Because he wears that on his Instagram. Yeah, I know. When he's out and about. So that's a good idea. Yeah, just a different hat every week. Or that a different hat every week. That's good. Sometimes a cowboy hat, like a top rodeo hat. type thing. Top hat. A beret. Yeah, have the Tony Storm borrow that little floating top hat that she yeah, has. Yeah, a bowler. A bowler. There you go. A cap. Yeah, a baseball cap. Baseball cap. Um, a beanie you mentioned already. I mentioned the beanie. Um, How about like one of those gimmick hats you get at Disneyland with the Mickey ears? Okay, that's good. I'll just say you get a fancy hat like you'd wear the Kentucky Derby. Oh, what about a little helicopter hat? Oh, like, that's good. Like a little kid. Yeah, that's yeah, good too. Spin around. Hey, you. Hey, man, don't wear that hat. You're not me. <laughs> a helmet. Yeah. A football helmet. I mean, there's a, a variety of helmets you can wear. I mean, you're opening Hockey up helmet, a whole new wealth of helmets. Motorcycle helmet. Yeah. Army helmet. Yeah, that'd be good. A hoodie with a hood up. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. I mean, we can go all day here. Yeah, pretty know. much. Oh, what about a do-rag? A derby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, moving on. Um, Next, Charlotte comes out. I like out. that's a note in your notes. Baron is really losing his hair. Well, that's a thought occurred to me. Are you going to start bald-shaming me when I start going bald, too? When I start? Yeah, it doesn't look too bad up there. I mean, I'm losing my hair, too, so I feel like I can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said something. I said something not long ago. I forget what it was. And I think you were like, oh, man, that could be borderline offensive. And I was like, my mom was born in Paraguay. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I could yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. I said, they're really, they're really close with each other. So I don't know, something like that. It was Alberto Alpatron, I think. Anyways. Yeah, I remember what you said. Next up, Charlotte came out. Charlotte came out. She returned from uh, spending some time with her father, legendary yep. Ric Flair. Who seems to be, uh, I think he's out of the hospital. He's on the mend. Yeah. He's on the mend. They it's got that news. new book out, Second Nature. It's over there somewhere. We're going to announce winners of that contest this Sunday. <coughs> um, and, uh, and she came out and said, you know what? You know, it was real touch and go there. It was real life and death there with my dad. And it got me thinking, life is short. Take advantage of every single moment. That's an opinion. That's a thought. I can agree with Larson about you. Good. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. I like that. Um, so she says, so I am going to take the title off Natalia. Natalia comes out. 
and uh, she starts uh, saying that you know what? She has a prop with her. She has a yeah. She has a big big picture of herself. Well, that was the reveal that would happen. Oh right, right. But she was saying that she is what like a symbol for for yeah. She's saying feminism. That, yeah, women. She's saying that women's. she would come out here to to, to celebrate uh, women. Yeah. Uh, she said, uh, paraphrasing, that yeah. uh, we're going to celebrate women by celebrating one woman, mm-hmm. and that woman was Natalia. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I actually really liked it. I like Natalia in this role. Yeah. I think she's good. Um, but anyways, Becky Lynch came out and said, no, that woman's title's coming back home around my way. Oh, and I loved her. I loved when she came. She was pretty. She was very fairly amusing. Yeah. Like, her lines were actually pretty good. Naomi comes out. Um, she wants the belt too. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes belt. out with Lana. They want the belt too. They want belt. Ravishing revolution, all that kind of stuff. Daniel oh, Bryan comes out. Daniel Bryan says uh, we have a fatal four-way match. Winner gets the title shot. At Hell in the cell. Hell Correct. In the cell. Hell in DSL. Oh, are you Shane McMahon over here? Uh, yeah. So that was that was that cool. was the main event for the night. Good segment right there. Yeah, solid segment. Solid segment. Next up, we had uh, the new day. Versus hype bro, um, there is a trouble afoot in the land of hype bro. That's true. Usos are on commentary, mm-hmm. and I love man, I love the Usos. They're great because they're they're great, man. They're like they're so they're heel, but um, like sort of inching towards tweener mm-hmm. because they're not like rude to everybody at commentary. They took offense when Byron Saxon said former. Tag team champions. They're like, you know, why do you have to drop the former in yeah. there? You know, they weren't being overly aggressive. Yeah, and you know, a couple weeks ago they had a segment with Daniel Bryan backstage. Oh, it was great. And there was no tension. It was no fantastic. I know. They're just real guys, you know. And they pointed out legitimately they have a disadvantage when it comes to the New Day. Three on two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, um, uh, spotted briefly, very quickly, going in raw shirt ringside. Booyah. You know who that was? We've met him before. Okay. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, though. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. we've met him before. Um, Kofi Kingston picked up the pin on mm-hmm. Zack Ryder after midnight hour. Mm-hmm. New Day retained the titles. Later on the show, we get a, a bit with the hype bro backstage. Mojo, he is tired of losing. He says there's time. it might be time for a change. Yeah. Yeah. Zack Ryder kind of stood there and listened. It was, it was framed... Very uh, like uh, like Shakespearean as well because Mojo was staring off, mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. it while Zack Ryder was behind him. You know, he's like, "Yeah, man, time for." T-. I love it. I love Mojo when he's sincere. And I know. Earnest. Earnest. It's great. That's Ernest Mojo is my favorite. So I wonder what this change is. Is it going to be heel tactics as a team? Is it going to be splitting up? I like that it's some sort of story though. Yeah. They gave them thirty seconds to. I know. Reflect. So that was good. I like that. Hey, anytime Mojo Raleigh's on the screen, I'm happy. Yes. Um, Kevin Owens wasn't at the arena, <clears throat> but he did do an interview via satellite. Yeah. Um, he apologizes to the entire McMahon family mm-hmm. for what happened. He said he just lost his mind, didn't know how he lost control, but he does not apologize to Shane. In fact, he blames Shane for the entire attack, saying that when he was shaking Vince's hand, he more or less kind of blacked out, mm-hmm. and instead of seeing Vince there, he saw Shane, yeah. lost his mind, beat the hell out of him. Yeah. That was the gist of what he said. He was also, it seems to me, reading from a script on his lap. <laughs> oh, man. He's but, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, is he reading from a script? Maybe he just got that before yeah. they started or something like that. I'm not yeah. trying to say Kevin Owens is not a pro, because he's a pro. Yeah. So, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I'd, yeah. Yeah, he turned he turned the whole thing around back on Shane. You know, yeah. he essentially said Shane is your fault. He apologized and he walked it back and said Shane this is your fault. Yeah, and um, if he wasn't reading from a script, then I don't know. It looked like he was reading from a script. <laughs> He's like looked down a lot. Yeah, maybe he was acting like he was reading from a script. Like, oh, actually, I thought that when he read when he was doing the the, the first part of his oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like he just wrote a statement and he, yeah. he was reading it because he felt like he had to. Right, right. That's right. the he wanted to say. Yeah, but then he kept doing it afterwards. So oh, I thought okay. maybe he just just got his script, got his yeah. lines. Two minutes before, I was like, I can't memorize all this in two minutes. He posted an Instagram the other day, a very adorable Instagram, saying, I can't wait to get back to my family. Oh, I saw that, too. And I was like, you know what, man? I don't, you know what? He's doing this live via satellite. All he cares about is getting back to that family. I know. Good for him. I know. Good for him. That must be, that must be terrible. Like, you know, you spend how many days? Five days on 15, the road. Fifteen years in the indies. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's one thing the Young Bucks talk about is being able to see their family. A lot more, yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. And uh, and going from that sort of lifestyle to the WWE, which obviously the travels are five days know, on the road every yeah, week, yeah. two days, not even a full two days at home. Yeah, yeah, must be rough. So, oh, I know. I mean, hopefully be, he's enjoying family time. Oh, absolutely. I know live via backstage. He was obviously backstage. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there was like uh, I was uh, hoping it was live from his garage, screens and, yeah. and stuff in the background, like production equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we had uh, oh yeah, then Dolph. Had, yeah, then we had Dolph. So he, he came out as Triple H. But Triple H just has a bunch of flashing lights. And like his entrance, his entrance, what he does is really anything. He just spits water. Yeah. And he did a really bad job of doing Triple H. I don't even posture. get, yeah, I don't even get the point of, I mean, okay, Triple H, maybe. But HBK, how could you possibly say that HBK is all flash and not? I know. There's like, substance to what he, like, what he does on the ramp. There's a reason he does that. Yeah, but on top of that, like, if his point is anybody can do this stuff, but not anybody can do what I can do in the ring. Well, HBK could. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, I just, okay, Ultimate Warrior I kind of get from, like, last week. Um, and I forget who else he parodied, but, like. But, like, he did Macho Man. Macho Man was a great wrestler, great athlete. Yeah, kind of only, I mean, his thesis only kind of works when you're talking about wrestlers who are more styled and substance. Mm-hmm. You so. can't really say that even about Triple H. No, I know. I, I, I totally about, know. About HBK. But HBK, it's like, you know, best, you know, best in-ring performers, it's usually, like, HBK and Flair and not always in that order. But, yeah. you know, sometimes in that yeah, order, yeah, yeah. depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. It's HBK and Flair, and then maybe, like, you know, Steamboat, maybe Savage, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be one thing if he were actually really good at, at mimicking their mm-hmm. introductions and their entrances, but he's really not. Yeah. I mean, anybody can walk like this when doing Triple H. Yeah. I like this note here. He said when he did DX, it should have been X-Factor. Yeah, because he said something like, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of, I got all my friends on my mind, and I don't know what so else. like, scraping the bottom of the barrel or something like that. Yeah. And oh, that's, yeah, he should start getting really obscure. It Was it last night that the crowd started chanting CM Punk? Yeah. they. I think, but I think a lot of people heard and, like, read that wrong. They weren't chanting CM Punk as they were bored. They wanted to see him do the CM Punk. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure that's why they were chanting. Yeah, 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 it could be. Like, do that now. Yeah. Like, if we have to sit here through this crap, will you take requests? I know. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, can I make a request? Do Big Show. Whoa. <laughs> only it was vastly music. Okay, great. Now uh, do uh, Mark Henry. Oh man! Then we had a main event, but yeah, he kept on talking more and more about he doesn't care, the audience oh, yeah. doesn't care, no one cares, and that's all he yeah. says. You're right, Dolph. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody about cares. This. That's why no one reacts to the, your entire segment. <laughs> Nobody, exactly. Like because it's boring. Yeah. It's redundant. It's not good, Dolph. It's not good. And if that's not your idea, and that's a bummer. If that is your idea, hmm. Then good luck. Yeah. With all that. Good luck with your stand up career. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he does the same thing in the stand up circuit. It starts mimicking like other. He just comes out and does like two minutes of Jerry Seinfeld and then two minutes Seinfeld. of uh, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Next uh, <laughs> up. <so. Yeah. laughs> oh, that's not good enough for you. <laughs> well, you're not you laughing at that. You're not laughing at that. Well, you don't care, and I don't care. I'm going to do two minutes of Chappelle now. <laughs> I'm going to do two minutes of Brian Regan. <laughs> <laughs> Next, the main event, Becky versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Charlotte. Winner, number one contender for women's title. This match was on for about a minute and a half, two minutes, and there was a commercial break. Yeah. I really don't like that. Hey, look, man, WD, I'm, I understand I'm, there's bills to be paid, but you yeah, can I'm gonna take things out. At least drop the commercial break like in the middle of the match. The match just started. Yeah. Just started. You take a commercial break. Yeah, dude, they got to do their entrances. But better at the beginning than at the end. Gotta get That's their money. The Main event. Gotta get they their do money. The commercial break during all the entrances. Um, do the, we've already, no. we already saw them come out during the segment earlier in the night. I love entrances. I do too, but we already saw their entrances when they came out to the ring for the promo. We don't need to see all their entrances again. We didn't see all their entrances again. We only saw Naomi and Charlotte. Sure. Don't need to see them all. Um, yeah, I like Becky Lynch's. Tamina's you don't need to see. No. Yeah, that's true. Naomi's you do. Naomi's you have to. Naomi's entrance is Charlotte looks like a million bucks, and Becky looks like a million bucks. Yeah, I know. Do I'm a saying, commercial break. Give it like an extra long Tamina entrance. Anyways, but don't like, did they, did, did they do the split screen thing for this? No. Oh, really? No. All right. Uh, I'll do the split screen <laughs> thing for Dolph's segment. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be hilarious. That's what they should do. Because you don't need to hear what he's saying. No, because he's saying the same thing. Do a bunch of entrances over and over again. You don't care. I don't care. No one cares. <laughs> There's Dolph promo. Can we please get a Dolph shirt that says that? You don't care. I don't care. No one cares. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, it's so bad. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is a fun match though. Yeah, it was me, fun. Tamina, I feel like Tamina did. I feel like Tamina forgot what to do for the first like sequence of the match though. Yeah, because she started like there was a couple moments where I felt like there was uh, various people kind of were not. Exactly on the. On I feel like Tamina was supposed Timothy to be. Like, wasn't exactly Tamina there. was supposed to be kind of the anchor of the match, and I feel like she just completely forgot what to do. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of the case because a lot of the action hinged around. You know, she's sort of the Nia Jax of the mm-hmm. roster, and so a lot of the action hinged around her and trying to topple her, topple her, and uh, and it just, just didn't work. Yeah, it just didn't work. Like you could tell Charlotte. Charlotte sometimes has to work overtime for some people. Like when she was fighting Lana, mm-hmm. like she literally is like. I know. Literally pin me. Yeah, okay, pin me now. Uh, yeah, she's laying on the ground. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. She has a poor Charlotte. She doesn't go in there. With, like, well, why, why don't we have a Charlotte Becky Lynch uh, program right now? Just let them go, oh, go at it NXT style. I know. Why well, are they wasting such a good wrestler? Oh, I know. She's a really good wrestler. A um, couple high spots. Uh, Charlotte hit a moonsault on both Naomi and Tamina. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um Charlotte puts the figure eight on Naomi, I think. Mm-hmm. Becky breaks it up with a top rope leg drop. <laughs> Hold on. KZ here in chat says, Steve is proving Ziggler's point. I like entrances and commercials are fine during in-ring wrestling. He got me there. Oh, Dolph got me. goodness. Dolph got Again, me. Again, Dolph heel with a good point. <laughs> Charlotte eventually wins with a boot to Tamina. Yeah. She's the new number one contender. We kind of saw this coming anyways. Yeah. I like Charlotte had to do like a one-legged walk. Like she, like, she had to go to Tamina like this on one leg and, like, very softly go like that. Oh, I know. I felt like Tamina was further. She was. Right yeah. She was to be, yeah, exactly. She had to kind of, like, swing her leg around as Tamina passed by. To get yeah. Through. So, anyways, Charlotte got the win. Now she's the new number one contender. It's going to be good when she gets that title back. Yep. Because that really Which is going to happen. That needs to happen. That's going to happen. Like, come on. Enough games. Enough of these games. Charlotte needs to get that title back. All Did right. you watch uh, Chris Jericho on Grizzly though? No, man. You going to watch Crisley's talk show? I'm kind of over Crisley again. I kind of thought that he was amusing when it was like, you know, fabricated slice of life stuff. But now they, they're going all in on him. I'm completely tuned out. Okay. Like I saw, uh, so this, you know, the PlayStation View records yeah, the DVR in it. 30 seconds in advance. Yeah. And so when I flipped on SmackDown last night, like I caught the last hour live and the first hour after, like late, late at night when everybody's asleep. And so I turned on mm-hmm. the view, the PlayStation view, and uh, it was like the last moments of Chrisley's talk show. Yeah. And it was just like him and his family, and then like his little kid was dressed up in a costume of some sort, and he was like dancing, and the crowd was like supposed to be cheering that. And I was like, that's not really the element that I want to see Chrisley in. I want to see him in silly situations like art class or like bowling, you know, stuff like that. And then I want to see Chrisley's take on life. But as a TV host, doesn't work for me. So that's a nay for Steve. What did he What did he do before he was on real TV? estate? Oh. Big real estate mogul. How did he make that transition? Uh, I don't know. I just know you know he's an eccentric dude. Like some TV producer ran into him somehow. Perhaps or thought this guy would make an entertaining TV show. Maybe could be. Wouldn't surprise me. You know he probably hobnobs with I don't know where they're based out of, but somewhere in the south. I think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, not no, really. I don't know what happened. It. It's probably a really boring story. Oh, I'm sure it is. I was at a gathering with a bunch of hobnobs, big people. Some party. Some party people. And a TV producer came up to me and said, you'd be great. <laughs> and I said, sure. I said, sure thing. Let's answer some questions. Mm-hmm. Alex C. Oh, crap. I went to the Patreon Help Center. Oh, no. Alex C., since this feud seems to be with the intent of making Owens a made man, how likely do you think... It is that he'll win the Rumble this year. Zero. 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 He's going to be Reigns, Styles, or Nakamura. Those are the people. Three people. Well, Nakamura's going to have the title. Yeah. Right? So I guess it'd be either Styles or Reigns. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, okay. If, if the plan, I mean, obviously the plan is... Didn't Lesner. Orton win last year? Yeah. Orton. Randy Orton. With uh, Reigns, Lesnar being the main event. I'm going to say Reigns. It's in Philly again this year. Next year. Oh, they're going to try their hand at that? Yeah. See what reaction he gets this time around? I know. Because you could set up AJ Nakamura without the Rumble. You don't need that. Yeah. You're probably right. Are you really going to go with a Reigns finish again, though? I don't know, man. Yeah, man. I hope they do. 
I'd be a huge troll of <laughs> wrestling fans. There you go. There you go. That's, that's a good reason. Troll that's, the a, fans. that's a good reason for Terrence it. Thompson's uncensored. Is it just me or does a women's division feel 100 times more legit when Charlotte is present? It definitely helps. Yes, absolutely, because she is 100,000 times more legit. Correct, Amundo. Um, uh, Tim Morris, uh, do you think Dolph should have acknowledged the CM Punk chance in any way? Yes. Yeah. He should have said. They called an audible. He went backstage for DX. No one knew DX was going to happen next. No, exactly. Called an audible. Just like cute cult personality. Yeah. All he has to do is, is kneel on the ground, mm-hmm. play with some dirt, check yeah. his watch, say it's clobbering time. Yeah, come on. All he has to do. Improv, Dolph. Where, where you? I'm sure he's taking a class in that. I'm sure he has, right? Man, he was in that movie playing as a cop. But him. No, not him. <laughs> not him. But man. everybody else in WWE was. Everybody else himself, was Including Rusev, who produced a gun at some But who was Dolph Ziggler in that universe? He was a police officer. I assume not named Dolph Ziggler. Fat bastard champ Alex Foster. What wrestler from your universe should have tights like Aiden English? I assume he means friend of Unified Championship Wrestling. What was he wearing last night? I didn't notice. I but he's know. had the scream. He's yeah. had that uh, George Seurat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a uh, Starry Night. Yeah. He's had some pants. How about this? Paint on them. I'm going to get a character named Salvador Mali. Mm. He mauls people. Mm. And he, of course, he wears surrealist imagery. Good. Yeah, Good. Like All right, you go now. Um, I'm going to create someone named Rene Defeat. Like Rene Magritte. Yeah. Again, another good. surrealist. He'd come out with the hat yeah. and just have an apple in front of his face. Oh, I like that. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's what I'll do. Oh. Rene Magritte. Am I getting my artist mixed up? Nope. Yep, got it. Carrying on. How about, how about, classes in college, Vincent, you know Va- how about Vincent Van Vader? <laughs> Should just stop with your first one. What, what's a good, what's an aggressive term that rhymes with go? Blow. <laughs> Vincent Van Blow. Yeah. Uh, Chris Kimmel, do you think there's any chance that Triple H and Stephanie could be behind Kevin Owens attacking Vince McMahon and going after Shane to try to gain control of the company? Sure, that'd be good. <coughs> I'd be down for that. At least the Triple H was involved. <laughs> I mean, that's what they talked about all those months back. Yeah, it could be. Before the Festival of Friends. And he explained this elaborate plot in 15 seconds to him. I know. Hey, listen, Kevin, this is me. And then Kevin goes, damn it. Listen, I'll email you the details, all right? But this is a long-term thing. <laughs> Send to me. I'm printing a piece of paper and put it in my lap and read it. He might not have been reading the script. It just felt like it. It looked like <laughs> no, it. No, it's okay. Look, you can call You can call that out. It's all right. I love Kevin Owens. He's my favorite. The Bulgarian bruiserweight Aaron G. Power Rank, which entrances... Pop, 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 I'm trying to mellow out on the power ranking. Ah, you go 100%, man. 1,000%. Power rank, which entrances he like to see Dolph Ziggler do now? CM Punk. His own. His own. His own. That's it. One through five is his own. own. There you go. He should come out, no music, no Titantron, if he really wants to prove a point, if he yeah. ever wrestles again. Yeah, young lion at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, just black trunks. Mm-hmm. Simple. That'd be good. That's what he should do. If he comes out with the Titantron and all that stuff, and he's mm-hmm. a hypocrite. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Carnival Wilson in chat says Vincent Van Throw. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's real good. <laughs> Vincent Van Throw. That's really good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Sparks. Will we see a cash-in Sunday or just a tease of one? Carmella wasn't seen last night. If not, when does she cash in? Uh, no she, mercy. Was in a, she was in a WWE exclusive. I think they're per- if they do anything, they should hide her until Charlotte. No Mercy is a Raw show, too. Um, well, it can be, yeah, Hell in a Cell is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but he says Sunday. No Mercy is on Sunday. Is he confused or is he thinking that she's going to trade brands? Uh, I think Patrick Sparks is a big fan of people crossing brands. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's the Raw show, so I don't think it's that. That'd be a terrible idea. Hey, ever since they announced that Oscar's going to go on a Raw, you don't want to be over on Raw. No, you want to leave Raw. Yeah, you want to get out of there. Nicholas Combs, between Jinder and Dolph, did we just have the same episode of SmackDown two weeks in a row, pretty much? It, but it got worse somehow. So yeah, we've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, BP Sculpin Deathlock. Can we start a live fan revolution for good instead of attention? <laughs> oh, that's good. Chanting that's too far was amazing to hear. Booing makes creative think you're still over as a wrestler, but actually vocalizing what's so terrible about the show could be helpful. I like that. Mm-hmm. Repetition. Repetition. I know. This is redundant. <laughs> we <laughs> saw this last week. <laughs> 
JT Hostick, even the audience. Oh, sorry. Well, I already said that, so I was going to read the next question. Uh, even the audience said gender went too far. There's heat, and then there's, well, the past two weeks of gender. How do you two feel about that, and when has this happened before where there is direct racism attached to a promo? I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was Scott Steiner, because I can't think of anything he did that was overtly racist, but it never would have, I wouldn't have put it past him. Oh, Triple H Booker T. Oh. I mean, that, that was a little while ago, but yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. A guy like you isn't supposed to get to this level. And then he, and then he, and then he made Booker T job to him. I know. That was like that was, that was the that was the pinnacle of the reign of terror. I know that, that was, was terrible. the pinnacle. Terrible. That was yeah, that was awful. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, the Discord Club underboss. Do you guys think the fashion files haven't aired so they can refresh the material so it doesn't get stale to keep people wanting more? I would love to think that that was the reason. I don't think they know who's behind the attacks on them. And that's, that's, that's number two, but I also think it's because they just don't have room because they'd rather do Dolph Ziggler segments over and over again. Have Dolph Ziggler do the Fashion Police's entrance. Thing. Oh, there you go, yeah. Uh, Michael Berry, is Kevin Owens the best NXT call-up excluding The Shield? I'm going to say, so far to date, he has been the finest NXT call-up. I'm trying to think of a... It's either him or Charlotte, right? Yeah, but I, th- I feel like, yeah... Yeah, him or Charlotte. Yeah, him or Charlotte. Both have been on, uh, towards the top of the card their entire... You might want to turn those cards over because I can see them. Oh, dear. Um, towards the... Or in the upper mid-card of their respective divisions their right, entire right. tenure so far. Right, right. Both have held uh, the respective world titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's toss-up. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I think that's all of them I liked. Oh, Oh, one more. Kingdom member Steve Kaharski. Kaharski. Hey, friendo, still hoping to get a question read for the first time. Well, here you go. I see Kevin Owens getting a lot of heat on social media for his feud with the McMahon men. My question is, is it possible that WWE Creative is booking Kevin Owens to be the biggest heel in the company? Ooh. Yes. Yes. If so, power rank the five talents that could potentially overtake him. Thanks, friendos. Too sweet handshake. Oh, five talents. Five talents who could overtake him as top heel eventually. Baron Corbin. Number that, five. That was definitely number five. Bobby Roode. <coughs> Bobby, Bobby Roode. Number one. There you go. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Adam Cole, baby. Ha- Adam Cole, Adam baby. Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Velveteen baby, Dream. Baby, baby, baby. Okay, those are all good answers. Yeah. Let's see if I had any more that were liked. Nope. Um, before we get to trivia, I'm going to shout out the patrons because I don't think I've done that oh, yeah. this week. Um, I wanted to drop this name really quick. If this is his actual name, I'm amazed. Mutton Arbuckle. That's a fantastic name. He mentioned that he was a patron and never got a shout out, so pretty sure that's what he said. Oh, Hacksaw Ben Thuggin, aka Brett the Shipman Shart. So he didn't get a shout out, so I apologize. And there's your shout out. Um, and uh, Ethan Evans Bebe didn't get a shout out as well. Uh, I'm just making sure because I, I capped a couple of these on. Uh, on Patreon. Now I'm going to go and go pledged. No, that's 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 internet. Pledged. And these are the patrons that we've uh, brought on board since last week. Uh, Stephen Moore, above titles. Oh, I've read him for Alex C., our good friendo. Um, John Cedarquist, Kevin Bland, Charvel Finds It Funny Myers, uh, Ashok Kumar Kanumuri. That's a great name. Lauren Heilig, uh, Kagan of the West, Michael HBK, Nico Suave Regoli, Joe Says Hi, Freddie, Your Neighborhood Friendo, um, Going in New Japan, Shay Lombard, Drew Paget, William Faber, Eugene Reina Jr., Connor McNamara, Aaron Furman, Robert Reed and William Crawford want to say thanks to all of them. If you're a patron and you never got your shout out, please DM me at MF Steve here. 
Um, and uh, I'll make sure you get your shout out. Here we got. There's some really good artist uh, names in here too. I want to give a shout out to Alex C. Andy War Machine Hall. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, Vincent Vanthro, you mentioned that one already. Uh, Neil Atchison, Salvador Kali. Oh, you beat me on that one. That's good. That's good. Uh, I think that's it. A couple yeah. good ones. All right. Those are great. That's good. Really good. All right. Time for trivia. Time for trivia. Not to be confused with chat trivia, which is coming up on the post show mm-hmm. after we uh, go off the air here. We're, first, we're going to go with modern era. Modern era. You start. Big events. Who won the Champion of Champions match, pitting the WWE Champion, World Heavyweight Champion, and ECW Champion against each other at Cyber Sunday 2006? This is going to be a pure guess for you because I never would have guessed this. Cyber Sunday 2006. Cyber Sunday 2006, Champion of Champions. They're all the Triple time. H. Uh, I mean, that's a great that's a great guess because why not? But it's, oddly, it's King Booker. Oh. They did let him win that. Cool. So good for him. Big events. Who won the 2010 revival of Tough Enough hosted by Stone Cold Steve Austin? You're never going to get this. 2010. Oh, man. Uh, you're right. You're not going to get this. All right. What is it? Andy Levine. Andy Levine. Well, it's L-E-A-V-I-N-E. Okay. You know what's funny is that I think he was on one of the Going In Reviews, or maybe it was just I was just watching it. And it was when Stone Cold was talking to him, and then he got interrupted by CM Punk. It was a CM Punk thing that I was watching. Oh, okay. I think that was him. Uh, championships. What other legend teamed with Ric Flair to defeat the Spirit Squad for the World Tag Team Championship at Cyber Sunday 2006? Another wow. Cyber Sunday 2006. Legend, said? Another legend teamed with Ric Flair to defeat the Spirit Squad. Steamboat. Uh, Piper. Evidently. Um, championships. What diva won the WWE Women's Championship record seventh time at Unforgiven 2006? Trish Stratus. Yep. Superstar Bio. What former WWE diva made the final five contestants in the 2010 season of Celebrity Apprentice? Ew. Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, Maria Canellis. Very good. Very good. Um, what superstar team with the animal to form a new incarnation of the Legion of Doom in 2005? Uh, draws. No, high oh. oh, okay. 2005. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have got that if I didn't jump the gun anyway. Big events in the Attitude Era. What older diva was the controversial winner of the Miss Rumble 2000 bikini contest at the 2000 Royal Rumble? Oh, 2000. What older diva? Yeah. May Young? Yeah. <coughs> big events. The big show. Well, debuted at St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view by attacking what steel cage opponent of Mr. McMahon? And Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Championships. The Rock and Sock Connection won their first World Tag Team Championship by beating the team of what two former WWE champions? So Rock and Mankind beat who uh, for the Tag Team Championships? Undertaker and Kane. Close. Undertaker and Big Show. Damn. Um, championships. What team defeated the New Age Outlaws, the World Tag Team titles, in No Way Out 2000, the first of their eight championship reigns? Edge and Christian. Dudley Boys. Oh, okay. Superstar Bio. Uh, what future WWE champion debuted in WWE under the name The Ringmaster? Oh, that's so cool. You dumb son of a bitch. Superstar Bio. You need to get it for the tie, Steve. What WWE Hall of Famer trained Triple H to be a professional wrestler? Killer Kowalski. Yep. Tie. Nice. Tie. We all win. Tie. Tie. Everybody wins. Anyways, that's it for today's show. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.